It's the Third Street Podcast. Are we live? Welcome back to the Third Street Podcast with your boys from the 86th. You, what do you mean, doing? welcome back? This is the first episode. Okay, well, you know, it's all about consistency. It'll be welcome back from now on. So, now well, that we've gotten that out of the way. God, this motherfucker. <laughs> how, are, how are you guys doing? What's what's new? Worse Good. now. <laughs> glad, to, glad that I made it. I just found out that. Glad that I made it to this meeting of the minds today. All right. Well, if that's how good everyone's doing, let's make you feel a little worse by testing your knowledge of some very basic, common knowledge rock and roll trivia that you guys are going to fucking suck at. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. Well, um, which band had a number one hit titled A Wider Shade of Pale? You're not going to get that one. We're going to cut that out. I was like, I don't know. I looked at the bro. answer and I was like, I don't even know who that is. Who was it? Um, Pro Cole Harum. I would never have gotten that. Where are you getting these? It's just a bunch. This is a Swedish site. Eston's, <laughs> Eston's on the dark web. <laughs> um, all right. An easy one. Bon Scott's the lead singer of which rock group? God damn it. He's dead. And it would be was. Yeah, yeah not current. That's it's fair. That's fair. Sloppy ass. Ryan Johnson is a lead singer, is he? Isn't he deaf? He's he's he, not anymore. Yeah, he's, he just played a oh. huge rock they just played a huge power trip festival in California. Oh really? Wow. Like last month. I know that for a while Axel Rose had to step in for him because yeah. yeah. he was going deaf. Which is crazy because oh, Axel Rose. Axel Rose. He's terrible. Yeah. Well, also, th- this really was hey, also man, like whatever. five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually sounded not bad. Yeah, Axel Rose ain't bad. I mean, he's. So they were in Denver. He's last aging. Week. He's just old. He's old. Dude sang some high notes, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I can Pretty crazy guy too. I mean, sing. one of the singers. One of the singers of all time. One of the singers of all time. A lot of these are shitty, or I do too. When I lived in Florida. Um, Brian Johnson has a huge mansion in Sarasota, and we would ride our bikes past it. And That's cool. You could just like see the mansion off in the distance. Just a long ass driveway with trees everywhere. That's sick. Oh, like, yeah. Dang. Right, Rock got, and roll this legend. This was Brian Johnson inside that house. Yep. I got one. Did for you ever hear in the distance like, "You kids get off my lawn"? <laughs> yeah, you know, like I can't get off my lawn. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I got one I for you, Beatles though. boy. Who's the youngest Beatle? Um, George Harrison. I think it is George Harrison. Yes, suck. It is George. Harrison. Yeah, <laughs> I watched a documentary a long time ago. What year was John Lennon shot? Nineteen eighty. Whoa, dude! Damn, he's a Be- he's a Beatles fan. <laughs> yeah. I do like the Beatles. Favorite Did you listen Be- to the new song Beatles they released album. today? I didn't. I didn't even know it was a thing. Sorry, dude, it's I'm super not... cool. Okay. Very favorite, cool. Favorite Beatles album, go. Uh, I'm going to go with Rubber Soul. Really good. It's a great album. It's Abbey Road for me. They're all they're all pretty good, dude, but that, that one's solid. Is so white chick of you. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, I'm the whitest guy here. 
Okay. Between you and Zach. Zach has red hair. <laughs> Reddish, right? Are you talking you know white I mean? personality-wise or actual skin tone-wise? Both. Both need to be kind Henceforth, of. you need to... Uh, <laughs> personality-wise, it's got to be Zach, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Why it's got a little ghetto in him? I do enjoy the rap. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Essen? I don't know, man. All these suck. I need to do a little more research. Yeah, on, this is terrible. On, on the trivia. Here. Hey, okay. Here we go. You guys know what year the Rolling Stones released their first album? Nineteen sixty-seven. It's a good guess. Uh, I was going to say 68. 64? 1964 is correct. Oh, wow. man. Good guess. Yeah, there you go. Did you know that? I figured it was around the same time as kind of, when did the Beatles break up? Or the, when did they start? 63? The Beatles, they were like late 50s that they were kind of, I think they were late 50s that they were forming, but they didn't really make it big in America till around like 63 or so. They went yeah. and did all that ayahuasca. <laughs> well, that, that was later. That they did LSD like straight up. Is it, yeah, isn't that ayahuasca? When did they, when did they break up? The Beatles broke up probably mid seventies. It was probably like after I don't know what their last album was. Was it like Sgt. Pepper's? I think it was. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Let it be. Was it? Mm-hmm. It might have been. I know it was like mid seventies because that's when John Lennon started dating Yoko and all that. Uh, all went downhill from there. Huh? Yeah. Dude, I love you. Yuck, Ono. Yucky Ono. Mm. <laughs> she, she broke him up, man. Okay. I love you it. Ever I that, love anime, you ever seen dude. that video of the Beatles with like, uh, what's his name? Chuck Berry or something oh, yeah. like that. We're, and then Yoko's like, Josh, it was, it was the sound guy just turned her mic off. It was. God damn it. Had to do a quick fact check. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that documentary that came out last year, it sh- has a ton of footage of them jamming with Chuck Berry and Yoko just singing nonsense in the background. <laughs> Shit's so fucking stupid. All right, I got another one you guys should get, but I wouldn't have probably guessed it. What was Aerosmith's first number one single? It's mm. the one that Run DMC did. No, that's too late in their career. Walk this way. Their first number one, not their first single, but the first number one single. Yes, their first number one single. Um, walk this way. It's not correct. Uh, I'm gonna go with. It had to have been on. Sweet emotion. Nope. Um. Was it Mamakin? No. Hold on. What's the one that that Slim did? Um. Yeah, no, that was later in there. No, career. see, that would have been my guess, but it's not. Damn, what is it? I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, oh. that was but, later. Yeah, from the movie for Independence Day, huh? What? No, or no, uh, that was Armageddon. Or Armageddon, yeah, yeah, Armageddon, yeah. Wow, I was thinking it was like way earlier than that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but you got to think. Aerosmith is kind of one of those bands that got way more popular later, right? Aerosmith is a good band, dude. They are ridiculously they, fantastic. Good. Like if you dig into their the, that discography, man, there are some some good shit in there. Mm-hmm. I guess number one single. I was thinking just yeah, 
that's a big thing to accomplish. Yeah. So. We'll end it with this one. Do you guys know the title of Queen's debut album? Killer Queen. Queen. It is self-titled. It's just Queen. It's just Queen? Okay. I I hate Queen. I don't like Queen either. <laughs> I think they're pretty good. Too bad about Freddie Mercury. I think they're a little overrated. <laughs> I mean, don't give me... Hold on. Yeah. Let me back up. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> let me back up. Oh. Bad I, way to die. I think Freddie Mercury is a damn good vocalist. Maybe one of the best ever. I'm just not a big fan of their, like, style of music. Yeah. Agreed. I don't like the uh, musical approach that the they the-, the theatrical. theatrical. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. All, but it is also cool That's that Brian May, like... That I like listening to. Brian, Brian May, May made his own guitar. Yeah, and he had some of the most killer tone that Doesn't nobody he play could with a coin? He I, did. I, I, I think he, he did, yeah. Coin. Is that he, right? I thought it was yes. Iomi that did that. I, maybe they both did. Maybe. I don't know. But it he makes definitely it, did. It makes it squeak a little bit. Mm. You know? Yeah. Hmm. He had this tone that nobody's ever gotten. Nobody's ever gotten it because there's only one of those guitars. Ever. Right. What, did, what kind of amps did he play through? Uh, I think Vox. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I think in your opinion on Queen, you will be in the minority. That's fine. Uh, you know. Just, I don't care. I'm in the minority of almost all music. Speaking of shitty music tastes, what are you listening to right now? <laughs> well, that's a good segue. You can't yeah. deny it. I'm right there. Uh, I'm already thinking about Poet Society. I've been listening to a lot of hip hop. A lot. I had to get off the rock and roll kick for a while. I do like so, the hip hops. Yep. Um, the hippity hops. Dude, Killer Mike. Been on a big Killer Mike kick. Killer Mike is legit. Yeah, I'm not a big hip hop guy. Killer Mike rips, dude. Killer Mike is sweet. Run the jewels, so good. Um, let's see, what else have I been listening to? Ren, the guy I was telling you guys about last week, that uh, English mm-hmm. like rapper kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. even know really what to call him, but he's sick. Uh, a very unique style. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Yellow Wolf. Always loved yellow. Um, yeah, a lot of hip hop, and then um, Dead Poet Society just dropped their four-song EP that is part of their next full-length record coming out like July or January twentieth or something. Mm-hmm. That slaps. Pretty darn. It's good. pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's good. I was I was very pleased to realize that it is part of a bigger project. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a complete idea yet. Right. No, yeah. Mm. But it's fucking it's dope. Um yeah. I it's been stuck in my head uh, the first song it's not the first single they put out, it's the third or fourth. The uh I can't love you or why do I love you? Something about love. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How how could I love you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's a good so, one. It's that, very good. That pre-chorus. I would love to write a pre-chorus. The pre-chorus in is what is got caught in my head is it rivals the the actual chorus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 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 syncopation with like the dun 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 with the vocals. Well, and the very last chorus. Love it. Ugh, where they just go full. 
the whole band and it's full tempo because yeah. the rest of the courses are all half tempo. They go full tempo in that last course. So good, dude. That band has a way of creating sounds that I've never heard before. They, they're like very um, like minute details of sounds that unless you listen three or four times, you don't pick it up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, how did they even get that? But they've done that since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's sounds in all of their music that I'm like, holy shit, that's cool. It's got very good production. It sounds. Yeah, that's, that's my comment. Is good. the production is very, very good. I even looked up the producer today and didn't recognize his name at all. Mm. Um, but yeah, they rip. Hurt is Hurt one of my. That is so good. maybe the best rock and roll I've found in since Royal Blood's second album, in my opinion. They they have a lot. In this, on these four songs that remind me of Royal Blood, totally. Yeah, that's I, it. Reminds me a lot of that too. They're a little harder hitting, mm-hmm. like well, a so lot more in your face than Royal Blood is. They get well, for one, they have just a little bit more full sound because they're a full band. Yeah, full they're band. like five or six piece. Yeah, yeah. But I was telling Wyatt earlier that it it reminded me when in the the How Could I Love You song in the first verse. The bass and guitar play the same thing. They sync up, and it you get that same tone that like Royal Blood does. And mm-hmm. that, where it's, you're like, is that a bass or is it a guitar? Because it's deep, right. but it's like yeah. distorted. I'm curious as to what tuning they play because they sound like they're they're pretty deep detuned. And also, sounds like B yeah. to me. Yeah, their it's, bass it's guitar deep. always has distortion on it. It was it's one of those weird. Uh, like fuzzy vocal bands like the Black Keys or yeah. Royal Blood. You know what I mean? It's like I was trying to, I was asking Eston about it. I couldn't figure out what to call that. You know what I mean? You know those bands like yeah, Arctic yeah. Monkeys too? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like, what, like what do you call that vocal effect? Uh, a lot of it. There's a lot like of there's a lot of effect on it in general. I was going to say, but like when you, plugins listen, and when shit, you really right? listen to it, it's like you just get like undertones of, it's like heavy reverb, but they put it way in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get like a little bit of fuzz on the vocal, and you put it like underneath. It's like it's like a mic at the right. Well, they room. tend like it's the it's like a lasagna. This, like whole... <laughs> <laughs> widest guy in the band. It's he like is the lasagna. widest guy in the band. <laughs> Honestly, I think they were good. I I've only been listening to it since you guys kind of like tipped me off to to listening to it. I think it was Tannen. Um, shout out Tannen. Shout out Tannen. Uh, they they're good. <laughs> Uh, I've only listened to it a few times. Not to be a super hard music critic. Nothing was extremely memorable to me. It was it was good, but every song sounded very much the same. They're great. I mean, like production-wise, it was incredible. They have this super industrial sound to them. Uh, the one takeaway that, like, one thing that stood out to me is uh, the song, uh, I think I... Or, or, I hope you hate me. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the chords in there, the dun 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 dun. dun it sounded like aerials to me. I was just like, well, oh. like System of a Down. See, it just had I get vibes. System of a Down vibes. Well, I think they're from L.A. too. I think. Um, but you know what? Also, they remind me of, and obviously influenced by as kids is Marilyn Manson. They get a lot of, like, you I know how Marilyn that. Manson always had crazy weird noise? Yeah. yeah. And that was part of the, like, cool 
thing about Marilyn Manson was there's a lot of noises in those, like, whatever, the trifecta records that he did. What are those ones? Uh, um, Superstar, like, Jesus, or whatever. Uh, um, yeah, Holy Hollywood. Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah, Antichrist those, Superstar. Or yeah, Antichrist Superstar, yeah. yeah. Those records have crazy noises in them. And yeah. uh, everything that uh, Dead Poets Society does, cool, like, just undertone noises that I love. Yeah, so, like, there's just so many things about them that are unique that, like, I don't know, they're just super foreign to me. I think it's it's just the next wave of of hard rock, whatever you want to call it. They're almost like genre pop defining. hard rock, though. Yeah, pop there, hard rock. There's this... There's they melt this, things. Yeah. Yeah, there's this kind it's of... like post-gent, like ...wave going through, like, there's hard rock gent. music right now that all kind of sounds similar to that sound. Like them... They also kind of remind me of Muse. Yes, mm. I got um, huge Muse vibes yeah. out of that. Um, I love. Muse. I can feel it. Like new, especially newer Muse. Like that, it sounds like newer Muse for sure. Yeah. Um, but like, have you ever heard of uh, Nothing But Thieves before? Mm-hmm. That kind of sounds like them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just like that real punchy production that's like really popular in the hard rock music world Which right I now do. i love it with like I the post hardcore angst yeah like the yeah i was just saying it yeah i mean it's like a i don't know an adaptation it's a i don't know it, you will probably look back on it in 10 years and go no that was that era right the thing i i have a love-hate relationship with that because it does sound cool and it sounds huge and punchy it's super modern it's super modern but it makes like guitars and stuff sound Super too compressed, digital and compressed for me. Yeah, I do. I, I do yeah. think that's Dead why Poet it's harder Society on my ear. Is they do it better than a lot of other bands though, because you can hear the guitar in some in in some songs, and there's melody under it, right? Yeah, but there's a lot of those new bands where they just have these like just open notes that they're playing, and it just fuzz, sounds fuzz fuzz, like it doesn't sound like a guitar should, you know? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound like a like a a rock band should. Hmm. To me, I, I get I I get what you're saying. It's more like it's not something that is exclusively a guitar. You right. could make those sounds with keyboard. You know, you could digitally make right. those right. sounds, and it'd be just the same. The right. other thing that I think, kind of along those lines too, is like they rely heavily on being super produced. So I'm I'm sure live they're amazing, but there's probably a lot live going on that helps it out to to have that produced sound, you know, like... Through a laptop. My favorite kind of music is, you know, like, good old rock and roll, like Led Zeppelin, they'd go out on stage, and whatever came out, came out, and that was it. Yeah. Um, bands like this today, they, no, you know... That's my favorite, though. You know, like, if their laptop crashes. Yeah. Um, but, that being said, I love that kind of music. Um, like, you know... uh a band that I've been listening to a ton lately. I mean, it's not, they're super big. Uh, Bring me the horizon, you know, a lot of their newer stuff. Same, same idea. Who was the first band? Great songs. Kind of capture that word because it is now its own genre, you know, the like electronically produced guitar in Mm -hmm. heavy rock music is like become its own genre 
Yeah, Who but, do you think was the first band? Because like, I think Bring Me the Horizon was on to. the cusp of that. Yeah, but who I think was it was that back farther band? farther than that though. Who was that? Oh, chick definitely. Band? Like, well, I mean, if um, we're going to like Nine Inch Nails, yeah, I was gonna say Nine Inch okay. Nails is probably the first one. Yeah, or, or like Depeche Mode, like, Park. It started in like 2015. No, uh, Depeche Mode. Yeah, very well could be. But I'm talking the sound you're <laughs> modern getting right digital. now. Right. Modern digital. I think it started with Gent. So, man. but it. So you, like you, that you kind of really cutting edge fucking it's gonna be periphery. really hard to periphery yeah it's gonna be really Sugar. hard to pinpoint who the band the, the, the first band to do that was because it's it's like a the the arc of it makes sense like when you went from like your heavier metal stuff into what like Avenged Sevenfold and Five Finger Death Punch did where they made it more poppy. For sure. And then you take that and go a step farther into the poppy and come back to the heavier stuff. You just made I think, Josh very angry putting Avenged and Five in the same well, I'm, I'm just I'm just yeah, saying... I, I'm you just, see it on my face. Yeah, I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying that like those were two very, very popular bands yes. that had a similar sound. That, yeah, but they weren't going electronic. So I no, think no, no, I think Periphery I'm not, I'm not, I'm was not, not really big on were, that. But yeah. I'm saying the because all the plugins and can be tied back to people trying to find something new and fresh and modern. Who? What's the girl lead singer those. hard rock band that's been huge for like the last five years? They're huge, huge. Spirit Box. No, yeah. No. 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 Uh, Ginger. No. 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 Hard rock. Not. I'm not talking pop punk. Um, in this moment? Yes, yes, yes. I hate in this moment. In this moment, <laughs> it was the first time I heard that sound, I think. I think that, because what, they came out in 16? Bef- 15, 16? Okay, but they got huge. Yeah. 15, 16, somewhere around there. When I started hearing in this moment. Um, they started getting more radio play around that time. Right. But they were around for a while. When that, That's the farthest back trace I can go. Of hearing that like completely digital um, sounding rock and roll, uh, that, that has to be one of the first ones that molded the sound today. I, I'm trying to think. There's I, just so I many angles. Five Finger Death Punch was. Definitely. What about Rammstein? <laughs> Rammstein. Okay, I think we're talking Super, about two different things because oh. if, if well, we're I mean, talking if we're, about like the the digital uh, elements and implemented with the guitars and stuff yes for sure but like uh if we're talking about like the actual digital sounding guitars and stuff then i would really go periphery yeah periphery but like on radio who would you say who is like- on radio so that gets a little bit harder i think a lot of it came from like the subculture kind of like oh, a lot of like the post-hardcore bands kind of went off of like, you know, it was all these metalcore kids that got into early gent who then started doing post hardcore kind of stuff and then integrating that into it slowly. And it kind of like melded into this thing. And then you have like people on a a different end of the spectrum that were kind of like in the indie circles that were listening to this stuff. And they're like, well, how do I do this, but not make it metal? I think he, I think you just said what I was trying to say in a, a much better way. Okay. That you have all these bands and all these kids that were influenced by all these subgenres of rock and you know your your metal stuff that then tried to make their own that still had hints of all of their influences, but then it was 
that's why that's what I was meaning by it. the arc makes sense that it was like oh they took this influence and this influence right but that was like a a gradual thing I don't think someone went I'm gonna do this today because right. I've never heard it before. and I think it takes a lot of um like growing up and maturity to look back to like where it originally started because you gotta think like a band like Dead Poet Society is probably heavily influenced by Lincoln Park. Oh, I'm, yeah. Um, and that and Avenged Sevenfold. But Lincoln Park was probably heavy, heavily influenced by um, Marilyn Manson and uh, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails, yeah. And so, like, all of it comes up, but there's a good chance that none of those kids realized that that was, like, their influence. Right. You know, totally. Um, and that's, again, what I was trying to say was that they also don't realize that they created this new influential genre. Right. Just like Linkin Park didn't know that it was ground, their sound was groundbreaking. Maybe they did. They were pretty. Cutting were, edge, yeah, new they metal. Were like the first band to, to mix the, the kind of hip hop and the metal. Mm. Dirt, baby boy. Oh, Fred you're, you're right. You're right. See, but still, like. But that was that was an era, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I shouldn't say no one does it anymore, but it's not, it's not like a mainstream. Well, it it kind of died, but it might come back. Sect. Just like pop punk is back all of a sudden. Oh, it right. it, it indefinitely yeah. will. I mean, it, it just literally like anything else. There's well, just so many like things. New metal twenty year cycle. Yeah, and there's so many things that I mean, we could sit here all night and touch on things that like uh, affect music today, like like Dead Poet Society, other things that come to mind that haven't even hardly come up. I mean, we're talking about like early, like 2010s techno, you know, like techno mm-hmm. music in general really drove huge. rock in yeah. a, in a way that we can't really quite fathom. Well, it killed rock, rock and roll and then for a do while. You, well, and do you remember like in like 2008, and everybody was like steampunk? And maybe and I feel like there's like that industrial kind of flavor coming yeah, back into things. Yeah. And maybe that's, maybe that's the biggest driving factor, but, behind this more um, fabricated guitar sound was that you had this genre of like, you know, EDM dance music that. Oh yeah. Overtook the world and quote unquote killed rock and roll to where rock and roll went. Well, let's incorporate it. You can't kill the rock and roll if we make it rock and roll. And that did happen for a while. Yeah. And then now you're just getting out of it to where you still have that, the remnant, you still have that influence from it, but it's not super apparent. Uh, one thing that we have talked about as a band is like, with everything coming back, it all sounds cool, but everything still right now feels super overproduced. Mm-hmm. Like it's a... To me, that's a turnoff, but... Right. But, I mean, it's cool, but... But you're like a, a true rock and roll fan. Um, you're a fan of every decade of rock and roll. I don't think a lot of people are. And right now, it's just like there's an overproduction um, side of things that I think uh, the like perfectly produced sound is going to start coming back too. Um, yeah. Like just a, a raw band playing but well produced is going to come back. Just like uh, pop punk is right now. It's just pop punk was always kind of underproduced. 
and now and it's the back, it. but it's overproduced. You know, yeah. um, I could see that. I mean, it it's literally what happened with country music. You went from you know, being like acoustic, traditional country, you got this pop country that came in mixed with hip hop. Now your biggest country artists in the world are back to an acoustic guitar, singer, songwriter type. Yep. Well, maybe not the biggest, but they're definitely making, I mean, they definitely yeah, have Chris their Stapleton. own avenue. One of the top three. I mean, the top three right now are Morgan, Luke Combs, and... Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan is, uh, <laughs> you know, as raw and acoustic sounding as it gets. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, you had Tyler Childers and Colter Wall come yep. in and yep. yeah. that. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Well, Chris Stapleton, but he's still full rock. band bluesy. Yeah. He's still got that. None of these other guys have ever done what Chris Stapleton is. True. Doing. But he is more of like the traditional kind of. He can do both. He can do both. And that's. Yeah. Oh, his new album comes out next week. I'm so stoked. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Come back next week and we'll probably be talking. Okay, about so should we do like ratings on this? Getting... Like Dead Poet Society, what would you rate that? I, I don't think we do ratings. I think we just All discuss right. it. All right. Um, yeah. I thought I, it was a great. I I think it's great. Four songs. Yeah. Uh, Hurt is. I mean, was it the lead single or was it the second single that came out? I don't. I I didn't even know. I think Running in Circles was their first. Running in Circles and Hurt, and then. Uh, the I oh, hate they both you came out at the same time. How? Yeah, Which maybe is starting to be a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> we had Dead Poet Society, their new four singles. We give them a, and I give it a. Hell yeah, brother! Oh, he's pretty, giving it pretty okay. Ah, uh, oh. you got four out of five dogs. Four, four and a half four, out of four point five. Four and a half. It's pointing kind of up though. You know, I'm gonna say Dead that, Poet Society. I would put this microphone in my mouth for you. I don't <laughs> dislike it. I love oh. it. I'm gonna say this to. To just put the the period at the end of this little deal, Dead Poet Society. That song, um, "How Could I Love You," has been stuck in my head for the past three days, like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. And that, in my book, if you can write a song, put out a song that gets stuck in my head, is a, a success for me. Fair so, enough. Is fair enough. Yeah. Is is hurt your favorite off the Those record? Those are my boys so far. Either that one, actually, you know what? The my favorite one is the th- uh, the third one. Um, running in circles. Running in circles is my favorite. Yeah, my least favorite one. Or or the first one actually. How could I love? How could I love Damn, hurt. <clears throat> Man, I I thought hurt was just such a good opening it's, single for that. It's it's a close second because that chorus is phenomenal. But, and I like that they have influences of hip hop and hurt. I'm a big hip hop guy. I love that he, you know, he kind of uh, skittle the wee bops, the, <laughs> the verses, and I like it. All right, what's your guys' take on ska? Mm. Nope, down. Depends I, on the band. I think it's nope. pretty good. I do like No Doubt. I do like No Doubt. <laughs> the the I like no the Mighty no Mighty Boss. No, 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 no doubt. No doubt. I've never had I actually to been knock on wood, but, but I know the one that has. Which makes me wonder if I should. Could. Uh, there's like a description of, of Ska. It's like it's like a kid with like a fucking... If if it, if you were to describe Ska to someone, it's like it's like a kid with like a little twirly hat. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a Ska like band. And like one of those it's like, like a perfect description of a, a kazoo. There's a big Ska kazoo. band from Colorado. Um, 
They were a Christian ska band. Um, it's not the Potato Pirates. Nope. But they were good, too. Um, 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 okay. Um, it's um, um, they were good. I liked the Potato Pirates. Shout out. Dude, I, I know this name. They're still playing. They play with, like, MXPX a lot. Um, really? Yes. Um, I wish. Yeah, Sorry, I wish guys. It. I'll remember next week. They were a Christian ska band? Mm-hmm. From here. From here? Mm-hmm. They played the Greeley Stampede, like, in 2004 or something. Wow. <laughs> well, while you think of that, let's wrap this thing up. Wyatt, number one song to listen to. Give somebody, give, give the people like, your, your number out of one every song. Number one song to listen to right now, uh, Acadia by Goose. There you go. We'll see you guys. Bye-bye, Tannen. Bye-bye, Tannen. Bye-bye, Tannen. Stumble every time you do it. Ain't never gonna get used to it. Hanging on a garden rose. Something the way that my love grows. Oh, Lord, I didn't see it coming. Arcadia's got me running. Just trying not to lose my breath. Cause hell, I'm gonna take that step. And though my pride is gone way down the line I'm just fine